Blog Talk Radio. Uh, 
uh, this is the kind of crap that I go through every once in a while with this damn service, you know, that I pay for to use. Shit ain't free. They, they charge every month to use this service. And um, and this kind of garbage happens. I can't even, I couldn't get on at first. And I couldn't get, now I'm having difficulty getting my co-host on. You know, and then and then, but when it's working good, it's beautiful. Like I would, I would recommend them on, you know, in general, when it's working good, it's beautiful. But when there's a glitch or there's a problem with the system, like apparently there is tonight, um, it's some book. It's just some book. All right. Well, JB can hear me, but I can't. I can't. Um, for some reason, I it's locked up right now. I'm trying to unlock it. Me. Well, while I'm while I'm doing this, because I am here. Oh, wait a minute. I think I might have fixed. Um, let's try JB first. Let's see if it lets him on. Um, hold on. I got the little swirly circle thing. Let's see. I'm waiting for the little swirly circle thing to go away. We're going to talk really, you know, playoff scenarios. Um, you know, there's a few interesting scenarios this week. Uh, K-Star said he might try to call in, but uh, I think he's working. So probably won't hear from K-Star. Um, I think it's more the fact that his dealers are in real danger of missing the playoffs. <laughs> he just don't want to deal with it. But um, I could be wrong. See, it's still not letting me. <sighs> Let me try this again. I apologize to my host. I appreciate you guys getting on. I apologize to anybody listening. Um, but we are going to talk about, so, you know, off the top of my head, and I was relying on these guys, um, I do know that the scenario with the Steelers, if I have it correctly, and I will double-check with my hosts as soon as I'm able to get them on with me, is that um, the Steelers have to win and the Ravens lose. If the Ravens win, the Ravens are in. They win the division. The Steelers are out even if they win. Um, so it's really, you know, the Ravens control their own destiny. The Ravens are playing. The Browns, um, the Browns have certainly looked competitive. So that's something we're gonna, you know, discuss shortly. And um, and then over in the NFC, uh, if I have it correctly, um, so I believe the Vikings. It's down to the Vikings and the Eagles, which really irritates me because I really had hoped the Eagles would lose, um, but they won last week, so. The Redskins are, I believe the Redskins are eliminated or they're, I don't know. I'm almost positive the Redskins are eliminated, um, but I could be wrong. There might be one way for them to get the wild card, but I think they're eliminated. So don't quote me. I'll check with these guys as soon as I'm able to. My sister, the, the blog talk radio switchboard right now is locked up, and I'm doing my best to try to unlock it. And, um, the, the problem with blog talk is um, unless you pay the top dollar amount, which I refuse to pay, you can only do one show a day. So the, so I either have to wait for this to unlock or I can, I can end the show and I have to go back in, delete the show that's being recorded as we speak, and then create a brand new show, which I don't feel like doing all that. This wasn't going to be that long of a show anyway. So the quickest thing is to kind of just – hang in there and be a little patient and hope that this thing um, unlocks the switchboard that they allow us to use 
their software, hopefully that it unlocks, and then it allows me to bring on my, my co-host. Right now it's, it's, it's locked, so I'm, I'm waiting. Um, so hang tight with me. But I think the Eagles um, need uh, Minnesota to lose, and they have to win to get in. And I think Minnesota, I think it's the same scenario. Minnesota wins, they're in. Um, I don't believe the Redskins have a shot, and, and we can double-check that. But I, I think it's pretty much the same scenario in both divisions as far as getting into the playoffs. And then there's some certain nuances that have to do with seeding that we didn't discuss as well um, with the Patriots and, and on the uh, AFC side. And uh, those Bears, you know, still having a shot at a number two seed, if I remember correctly, on the NFC side. Um, the Saints are locked in as the number one seed. The Chiefs are locked in as the number one seed. Um, and the Cowboys are locked in as the four seed. Uh, um, so, okay, JB is paying attention. He says skins are eliminated. Thank you, Brother Jay. So that helps. Um and I, again, apologize, fellas. I know, you know, we do this together to try to keep our continuity up. Um, and, all right, so just unlocked. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> um, let me try Let me try train first this time and see if it lets train on. Dr. Train, are you on? Oh, yeah, I heard the beat. The beat means I'm in. All right, Woo! maybe that'll bring JB on, too, then. Um And JB is swirling. It does not show JB. JB, hang up and call back in. Please. And let's see if that'll do it. Let me see if I can hang him up. Um, I apologize, man. This is so good. This is so good. Okay, he just hung up. I saw him go. And now let's see if we can get him back. And, uh... Uh, you know, you hear me right, T. One of those days. Was that? Oh, okay. So you did. You did hear me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Oh, I okay, okay. The call, the call back in. Uh, he just acknowledged. Okay. So you know, I got you, Doctor Train. Well, by the way, welcome to the Madden Boys. All right. It was all right. All right. All right. Confirm. And uh, yep, yep. Now I'm just waiting to see JB uh, dial back in. He hung up. Let's see if we can get him on, and uh, hopefully we can dive into a little fitness here. A little fitness. Um, okay, let's see if we get JB. Um, still swirl. I don't understand. I don't understand. Ah, so, you know, Train, let's let's uh while I'm trying to get JDR, let's um so what is so what's your understanding of the Bears what it would take for the Bears to get that number two seed or am I am I am I wrong? Is my information off or is the do the Bears still have a path to the number two seed in the NFC? Yes, they do have a path to the number two seed. So what it will take for the Chicago Bears to get number two is first, they need to win, beat the Vikings, and the Rams would have to lose against the 49ers. 
and that will give Chicago number two seed and a bye in the playoffs. Now, your game with the Vikings is home or away? It is away, so it's at the Vikings. And the Rams are playing the 49ers, home or away? At home. Okay. So if the Rams lose and you win, you get to the number two seed. Exactly. By tiebreaker of uh, of head-to-head. Okay. Because we'll both have the same record. So how, how do you, first of all, Let's talk about your game against the Vikings. Um, you, you're in Minnesota. Is that what is that? Did I remember that correctly? Yep. Okay. And you know they're trying to get into the playoffs, so they're certainly coming to play. Um, yep. I believe. Am I, am I correct? If they win, they're in. They get the sixth seed. Yeah. I think the they, Seahawks they are the locked line. into the fifth seed, right? Yeah. Yeah. They they controlled it well. Make sure I got that. Or no. Um, can the Seahawks lose the – Or could the Seahawks I drop feel the like quick seed? I, uh, something is telling me if the Seahawks don't win, it's possible that they could drop to the sixth seed because their game has a – it has an implication on it. It's not just a, anything else. There will be no reason for the Seahawks to really – Play starters or anything in a game. I, I believe they can. I believe they can drop. Okay, I'm gonna try to look up playoff scenarios here. Um, I, I, yeah, I had I them yesterday. Check. Um, let me um. Let me check the uh, pick six because it's in the pick six email. Uh. Hey, JB, I know you can hear me. You know what? Call my cell phone. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you in that way because this shit ain't working. Call my cell phone and I'll bring you in that way. Uh, no, no, okay. they're they're good, T. They're good. They're they're locked. Because else I would have had I would have had them I would have had them in the pick six. I don't have them in the pick six, so they're actually good. The Seahawks are are good where they are. All right, hold on. Let me um. All right, hang tight, hang tight. Hold and accept. Uh, okay. Calls. Yes, are you there? All right. That's what I'm talking about, little big brother. Jake couldn't do this without you, man. Man, this some bull, man. This some bull. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what happened, man. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, anyway, I'm mad. I thought I had it last minute, man. I'm sitting here, like, watching this little, you know, you get the little hourglass thing swirling and it just keeps swirling. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, anyway, anyway, we're all, we're at, we're at, well, you know, case I may or may not call in. Oh. Wait a minute. Let's set it. Um, he's trying to see if he if this will allow him to come on. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. And it's and it's and it's okay, sir. I know you're there. I see you there. I know you're there. I see you. I've been having a number of technical difficulties for the last twenty minutes. I just got JB on. 
Um, Hopefully the sound quality doesn't deteriorate because of the being on your phone as opposed to being on Blotop's phone because you're a little bit choppy when you come in. Uh, oh, you sound good to me. Yeah. All right. The, he, well, he, I think he's saying that you're choppy to him, too. But, I mean, you sound good to me, but, yeah. Well, that's what counts because as long as I sound good to you, Train, you're hearing me through blog talk. JB's hearing me through <laughs> the cell phone. So, as long as you hear me okay, that means they hear me okay. Um, Indeed. Indeed. So, um, I, I got to come into the back cave with the kid gloves on. <laughs> I'm over here with the damn hamster and the damn hamster in the, in the wheel over here trying to get everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. All right. Look, this is going to be a great show regardless. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get it. So, back cave and all. Hey, Star, hang up, and I'm going to call you. I hope everybody's enjoying this entertaining so everybody on the line portion of the Madden Voice tonight. I hope you guys are laughing your butts off wherever you are. Um, so, okay, Star, hang up, and I'm going to call you from my cell phone. So, hang up. This is like having a black party and a DJ and show up. <laughs> so, you break out your cell phone and pull up YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need radio lock in right now. Okay, he just hung up. Let me try this, guys. Hang tight a second. Let me try this. Um, where the hell is his number at? Yeah, K Star. K Star. Okay, here's his number. Dial nine one one for Steelers. That'll pick up. All right, JB. Yeah. K Star. Yeah. Dr. Train. Yeah. Oh, I ain't never had to work so hard to get us all on the show. So I talk radio, <laughs> y'all owe me some money. That's all I got to say. Owe me some money. Oh, man. All right. All right. Um, so we got like forward. a solid, I got like a solid 20 minutes in me. Uh, okay. Before I... Okay. Uh, well, let's finish where we started, and then we're gonna jump over to your Steelers. And certainly, we need to we need to spend some time on your Steelers. But so, train. So, um, you were saying that, the, and if you guys, any of you guys know this, so the Steelers. I mean, I'm sorry. So we know the Cowboys are locked in at the four seed. The Seahawks yeah. are locked in. Like, is that already the first round yep. matchup? Yeah, no. they they are. Huh? If the Vikings win, they'll be. Nine six and one. The Seahawks lose. They'll be nine and seven. But wouldn't that elevate the Vikings over the Seahawks to get the fifth seed? Let me see nine. Yeah, that's that's the. Uh, oh my gosh, I don't have them. Why don't I have them on the pick? I need to add them to the pick six. I tried to add every because I thought that was the case. I thought it was the case. The Seahawks still needed think, to win to keep the fifth seed. I Seattle. I thought Seattle would be in, but they might. They could either be the fourth or fifth, or they could be either the fifth or sixth seed. Right, right. See, the Seahawks are already in. If they win again, they're going to be on. They'll be number five. Okay. If they lose, and the Vikings win, then the Vikings will be number five. Seahawks will be six. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. And as you say that, I I found it. 
so that is the case. So, so, so let me just recap for everybody listening, and yeah. and mainly for me because um, I'm getting old. So, number one seed Saints locked in. Number two seed right now Rams with the Rams win, they lock in the number two seed. If they lose and the Bears, who are now the three seed, win, then they flip flop and the Bears go to the two and Rams go to three. The Bears go to Minnesota play the Vikings. If the Vikings win, and then the Vikings are in. And if the Seahawks lose, then the Seahawks drop from a fifth seed to the sixth seed. The only other team that has a shot in the NFC are the Eagles, who would need the Seahawks to lose. I'm sorry, wrong. No. The Vikings to lose, and Seahawks. Right. I'm, I, I'm sorry. In the, they would need. They would need. Um, the they would need a win and a Vikings would need the Vikings to lose, and they would yeah. need to beat the Redskins, and then they're right. Yeah. So I was smooth until that last one because I'm having a hard time discussing the Eagles making a playoff because I can't stand them. So I get choked up yeah. talking about the Eagles. <laughs> now okay. I knew why I did not put them on the I thought I put every team right. on the Pixies, but I think I, I know why I didn't put the Seahawks on the Pixies. <laughs> they were playing well, the cards. got ten games on a pick six. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You know, and we're not going to have time tonight six. to go over the, the pick six. We'll we'll do that this next pick week. Six we'll go wild. over it. You know, yeah, pick six all <laughs> Um, um, so that's that's the NFC uh, picture. But you know, since we only got case talk for about you know 18 minutes. Uh, let's switch over to the AFC. We can go back to NFC after we lose Cape Tar. Um, let's go over to the AFC and let's run down the AFC um, scenario. And that's so even more crazy in the AFC. Well, so you know. I'm not going to discuss ties because ties bring up another whole conversation. Just going wins and losses. Okay, wins yeah, and losses. Yeah, exactly. Even with wins and yeah. losses, it's it's still, it's it's crazy over there. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, what we do know do know is the number one seed is locked in. We do know no. that. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, it isn't. Not the seed That's itself. Why not, not the number one. Not I the number one seed. The Chiefs aren't locked in as number one. No, 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 they're not. That's why I said it's crazy over there. <laughs> they got to win. It's, as long as the Chiefs they, win, they're the number one seed. Okay. They're, they are, All right. yeah, they, they are the one team that is in complete control of their destiny. Okay. Right. Um, so all three positions are up for grabs right now. All right, so then yeah. let's make it simple. Let's just talk about who's in and who's out. Um, we know yeah. the Chiefs are in. We know the Chargers yeah. are in. We know the Patriots yeah. are in. Um, I, I'm the Texans are, are in. Already in. And it's the, the, the Texans. Texans. And, the and Texans are in. We Right, that's four teams, and win in the end is the Ravens, correct? At this point, if the Ravens win, they win the division in their end. Right. Yeah, it's going to be Ravens Colts, or Steelers. Yeah. Right, and then the Colts and the Titans play, and whoever wins that game will be the sixth seed. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Well, they're in. Yeah. Or good seed. Well, they're, yeah, they're in. Yeah, they're in. They're in. when they're in. when that team is in. Okay. Yeah, so we're going there. Simple for this show. If anybody wants to understand seeding, Google it, and you can read all, all the seeding possibilities because we ain't gonna do that tonight. But as far as who the sixth 
teams are. What's up in the air is Ravens versus Steelers and Titans versus um, um, Colts. Colts. Thank you. Those are the four teams battling for two spots. Is that fair? Yes. To my own point there. Yeah. Okay. So so now now let's turn to King Star because clearly you know between the Titans and the Colts yeah there's a story there. Um, it's not a huge story. If the Colts get in, they're a surprise. The Titan gets in, they're a surprise. So one of those teams is going to be a surprise, going to be a Cinderella team, and someone's going to put a lot of money on them to go to the Super Bowl. And if they go, someone's going to make a fortune, um, and neither one of them is going to the Super Bowl. Um, sorry, not even the Colts. Sorry, I don't, I don't buy it. But anyway, that's another conversation for another day. We've got a long way to go before we get to that. Um, K-Star, you know, you know we, we texted. I've seen your Facebook post. I know you should discuss this with the game. Um, against the Saints. Um, I'm going to let you vent if you want to vent about that game or if you want to talk about how you see the playoff scenario with you and the Ravens playing out uh, or both. But this is, Joe, this is, you know, go back to a guy that was in the EAFL, time to shine. <laughs> this is your time to shine. What are you thinking right now about your Steelers? Because, man, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot. What are you thinking? Rewatched the game last night. Uh, maybe that was a mistake because I felt sick all over again. Um, the Steelers <laughs> should have won that game at New Orleans. They really should have. It was a playoff-like atmosphere. Both teams were playing for a lot at stake. Um, you know, the Steelers were controlled in the fourth quarter, at third and two, where we ran the ball. Stephen Ridley, he fumbled. Um, and that, of course, gave the Saints position. However, I mean, look, like, the Steelers definitely put themselves in a bad position overall this season, losing winnable games that they should have won uh, against some bad teams. <clears throat> but there are two games this year. and I, Again, I, I'm not much into complaining about referees. And this really doesn't happen too often, but twice for whatever reason this year, the Steelers seem to have gotten jawed by bad calls. And when you play against – when you have two really good teams playing against one another, the margins are so thin to begin with that they can't absolutely turn the game. The worst call of the year – Barred on the year was that fourth and three, beginning of the game. I think it was the second drive for the Saints. At the Steelers at midfield, fourth and one. Heaves the ball deep downfield to Kamara. Uh, it's overthrown. Hayden jumps up, barely gets the ball, and they call a phantom pi. And so what that does is it gives the Saints pretty much a walk-in touchdown, and it turns uh, it's potentially a fourteen-point. So let's let's, let's 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 pause. And let's talk about that call. When it happened, I even texted you. I think I texted you. Yeah. I'm not going to text you anything negative during your game because I'm respectful. And I don't want nobody texting me no garbage. You know, I just we just had a bad game against the Colts, and the last thing I needed was anybody. None of you guys did, thank you. But I don't need anybody texting me during the game. When, you know, So I will yeah. never text you anything bad during a game but I will text you something positive or something supportive. And when it happened, I was with you. I was like, damn. I just thought that was a very, very, very bad call. Now, mm-hmm. and I'm curious what JB and, and Jason think, because after watching a lot of coverage, which I watched, um, you know, I was home all day Christmas Eve. I was home, you know, until I went out for dinner with the family. And, you know, so I watched a lot. And there were a lot of people who said – um, you know, had he had on a had Hayden had on a different color glove, like black guy, I think he had on a white glove, 
if he had a black glove that blended in with Kamora's uniform, probably wouldn't have called it. But because he had on a different color glove, they could see his hand on Kamara's back and his hand mm-hmm. on the back impeded Kamara's ability to go up and try to get the ball. And that's why they mm-hmm. called it. So no. after that, I started to think, hmm, I was still on the bench. I'm not cold. No. But now I started to think maybe there was some legitimacy to that call. To that case, Arne, and I see I hear train, but before we but to that case, sorry, you say what? I, I say nah, nah, because he didn't hold him down. He had his he had his hand placed on his back. He wasn't grabbing. He wasn't pulling. It was a placement, and you're allowed to have your hands on one another as long as you're not grabbing or, or impeding them in one way or another. And he wasn't doing that. So nah, I mean, I mean, it's possible that the white gloves stood out, you know. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, even the announcers were. Uh, Tony Romo was going nuts about it, you know, and. Jim Nance was too, and obviously, you know, the reaction was, is what it was on on Twitter and and so on and so forth. But that was like a really, 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 train, really. Train, before, huge before, call. We let case, before we let case start, continue train. You were, mm-hmm. You're, 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 so you 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 agree that it was the right call, or? Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I I will say I don't disagree with the call, but I could have, but they could have gone without calling it. But I won't disagree with it because one, uh, one Hayden does extend. He extends his hand. It's not just placement. It's also extension of his arm firmly on on uh, on Kamara's back. And I, I mean, it, it'll get you caught every, every every time. And then it looks as if you know Kamara is trying to. It looks as if you know when he's going up, you know it's, that it's, that he's almost like his back is being impeded, so he has to arc even harder to try and catch the ball. They're gonna they're gonna toss a flag on that every time, man. And I I tell you what, because the first time the first time I saw the replay, I was like, ooh, what is that? It was a sucky call. And today, just like you saw I saw the replay uh, today, I saw the replay of the game, same play, and I looked at it, I was like, oh, oh yeah, they gonna they gonna hit him up, they gonna hit him up every time for that, you know. Like I said, I don't necessarily disagree with the call. But I won't necessarily say, necessarily say that it should have been called. But I don't disagree with the with the with the call with the call being made. Like if he doesn't extend his hand and just wait for the ball to fall, he's already in position. He's in a better position to just jump up where he is than to extend his hand. And I think that's extending his hand to his back is is basically what gets him the call. JB, any thoughts, real quick? Yeah, uh, the letter of the law is the correct call. What I have called it, if I was the referee, no, because I think the ball was already uh, too high to be catchable to begin with. But to change point, as soon as you put your hands on them, especially in this day and age, they're going to call that every time. And, and it, it, it's almost instinctive to put your hand out just because that's that's what you do. But uh, I, letter of the law, good call, but I just wouldn't have done it. Okay. Um, so, Kesha, okay, so let me ask you this, and and I, I get there were two, if I remember correctly, questionable calls. Yeah. I think they were both on Hayden, as a matter of fact. They were. Um, but you know, and even with that, and even with that, and I think you guys had two turnovers. But let's go to the last turnover. Ben's bringing you back. Ben's driving you into field goal range to 
down three, so we had a chance to win over time. Right. Um, and, you know, a guy who's, been, who's really emerged this year as a, as, you know, on, on almost any other team, he's the number one receiver, um, except when you've got who you guys have. Um, your thoughts on that play, because even with those questionable calls, you know, that fumble that Juju had, you know, I don't know. You, you know, I know how I felt. And I ain't a fearless fan. I know how I felt. But how did you feel about it? I mean, it was sick. It was sickening. Like, so – Juju's the man. Um, he was just fighting for a couple of yards, which I don't know if it's worth it at that point of the game, but I understand. Uh, that was just a sucky way. To, that was just an awful way to lose because that's two lost fumbles in fourth quarter in Saints territory. You know, that cost us the game essentially um, when you, you know, cancel out the referee factor. So that sucks. That was awful. Juju's been a monster, and he actually was voted in as a team MVP for the Steelers this season. Um it was so unfortunate, especially after that fourth and fifteen or fourth and ten conversion that he'd be on the sideline. That was so awesome, and it seemed like before that fumble that the Steelers were probably going to score a touchdown on the game just based off the momentum of it and how the Saints really had uh, the inability to stop the Steelers' offense that whole second half. Ben was on fire, passing game was on fire, and everything was was looking pretty good up until then, and that was pretty heartbreaking. But Juju's a great player. He's a great young player. I mean, he's going to you know he's. It is what it is. So, so let's let's move forward. I mean, it's it's Friday. That's over. You know, what I mean, I I really do live by a twenty four hour rule, except for the playoffs. Um, you get a little more time when you, you lose in the playoffs than twenty four hours. Um, but during the regular season, you know, you, you gotta you gotta let it go and move on. Um, and so we're, we're we've moved on. Steelers fans now, right? And we no longer control our own destiny, and it's it's sad because that's not the position Steelers need to be in. Usually by now they've won the division and you know battling for a, a whole you know you know uh, uh, a buy between you know them and and you know whoever else and then the Patriots and um, maybe the Colts or whoever that's been the history of the last decade. So what are your thoughts now going to this weekend? And your NFL Network by the way threw me up because. I still I can pull it up right now. I'm gonna pull it right now. I thought there were games tomorrow. And it still says on my program guide, Steelers at Bengals tomorrow four o'clock, NFL Network. Then I go to NFL.com and I look at the schedule and it shows no Saturday games. And NFL Network, right now I pull it up, it shows Steelers at Bengals, four o'clock, and then seven o'clock it says NFL football seems to be enough. So I'm all like, good to go. Oh, okay, I'm going to watch two games on Saturday. Bam. You know, the rest of the games on Sunday. And now they, they don't mess me up. And I got to wait until Sunday. I'm not happy. But anyway, um, you can get jumped together. NFL Network. I can't count on you. Who can I count on? NFL Network? Damn. Anyway, hey, thoughts. your thoughts on the weekend and the realistic chances. You know, your, your team is playing the Bengals. And so, you know, let's just – Say that you know, got your chance to win, but you are in Cincinnati. The Ravens playing the Browns, and Baker's been on fire. Give us your analysis of your division going up against each other and your Steelers' chances of getting into the playoffs. Um, well, for me, the Steelers should easily beat the Bengals. Actually, it is in Pittsburgh. Uh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. See, I'm NFL, NFL Network. NFL Network's all kind of screwed up. Yeah. yeah. Looking at it right now, Steelers at Bengals. 
Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, with the home game in Pittsburgh, I mean, the Steelers should absolutely crush the Bengals. They're really depleted with injury yeah, anyway. Yeah, the Bengals and Steelers, okay. Yeah, so they're depleted with injury anyway. So, to me, it's really a 50-50 proposition. Do the Browns win or do the Browns lose, right? And Cleveland, uh, winners of five straight. Um, for them, they're treating it like a playoff game, apparently, according to Greg Williams. You know, uh, they're 7-7. Seven seven. They can actually finish the year out with a winning record if they beat the Baltimore Ravens. And, I mean, that's one of their rivals as well. So it's just a question of if Baker Mayfield and the Browns can do it. And I think they can. I mean, it, you know, the Ravens are really good, but they still have um, an offense that's predicated on the run. And they have great defense. But when you run the ball as much as they do, it could force them. It, it lends themselves into potential holding positions and longer um, – so that can stall drives potentially if, if those holding calls are made. And that's kind of what I'm hoping for, that the Ravens force themselves in longer passing down situations. Lamar Jackson has to throw, and he has to throw against that Browns defense, which uh, is actually third in the NFL in, in accumulating sacks. So, you know, Miles Garrett can't put pressure on Lamar, and that's what I'm hoping for. That's what the Steelers obviously need. So the Browns are on fire. The Ravens have been on fire. Um, obviously, that gives a slight edge to the Ravens because they're at home, but uh, this is the game to watch in terms of, you know, the 4 o'clock games for Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going to focus more on my attention on the Ravens game than I am, the Ravens-Browns game than I am the Steelers-Bengals because I expect the Steelers-Bengals to be able to allow. And why is every game a 4 o'clock game? I don't know. Oh, man. Because um, all the um, the reason why they the reason why they, why they flex are some of these games that were probably originally 1 o'clock to 4. The reason why they flex them is they didn't want – they didn't want a team to play, and you know, well, once a once a certain team, I mean, let's say the Ravens, if the Ravens game, if the Ravens game was earlier and they played and the Ravens yeah. won, yeah, there would be nothing for the Steelers to do. Like, yeah. so they wanted to make sure they had quality football all day Sunday. So now they push everybody into the four o'clock spot, uh, who games are dependent on one another. Yeah, the only, I mean, the 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 Patriots play at one, mm-hmm. um, and that game matters. And I yeah. think that's the only game that has any playoff yeah. meaning. Oh no, the Texans play at one. Yep, and so uh, the Texans, Texans and the Patriots has... play at one, and that's it. Every other game at one o'clock is, is means nothing. But four o'clock, I mean. Man, oh man! You got the Eagles. Yeah, well, let me go back here. You got the Chargers. Well, shit. Let me go back even further. Fuck. Um, Seahawks, Seven, right? Man. They need to win. Um, they're in, but for the seeding purposes. Uh, Rams need to win. Chargers need to win. Eagles need to win. Steelers need to win. Bears and Vikings both want to win. That's the game right there. That's the four o'clock yeah. game. And the Ravens as well. And uh, yes, Ravens need to win. Um, Chiefs need crazy. to win. And then the Colts and Titans. I mean, we already know that's the final game. That's you know, win and you're in. Man, you can't that you can't end the season on a on a better. That's the only matchup that's win yeah. and you're in, right? Yeah, that's a playoff yeah, game. Yeah, that is the only yeah, win and you're in matchup between two teams. That that is. I think that is the best game that they could put on a Sunday night. <laughs> yep, you know, and I think we all have to agree. Um, as pissed off as I am at Blog Talk Radio, as happy I am with the NFL because 
we we know that. But share with us, brother. How do you feel right now? I'm upset, man. I'm disgusted. This team, and you see it. You saw it last Sunday. They can play with anyone, anyone in the league, any team. You know, the thing is, the Steelers have a Super Bowl continuing roster. They're number two in the league in sacks. They have a top three scoring offense in the NFL. They have a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame receiver. You know, like one of the best offensive lines of football. Like this is so disgusting that the Steelers are in this position. They shouldn't be. Big Ben is only 120 yards away from a 5,000-yard passing season. Like, what the fuck, man? Losses to the Broncos. Ugh, to you know, just the last second losses they had against shitty teams. It's just, it's just the Raiders. My God. And it brings me back to when you know Ben was on the bench against the Raiders for a little bit. The second half, it's like, yo, like this shit, this, this shouldn't have happened. And I love Tomlin. I definitely want him to stay no matter what happens after the season. Um, but you know, this can't happen again. There's just too much talent. Like, I mean, I don't really think the the Colts or the Titans are better teams than the Steelers at the end of the day. Like, I'm sorry, I think the Steelers have more of a chance actually making a real playoff run than either of those teams do. I think you guys probably would agree with that. The fact that we might miss the playoffs is just so – it's just so disappointing. There's really no other word for it besides so disappointing. So, JB and, and, and Train, where do you guys stand with, you know, with the feeling of, of you know, hey, we're competitors, right, and – you know, I got to be honest, man. I have had times where I've taken great pleasure in Steelers losing, okay, because, you know, competitors. Uh, at the same time, Kickstarter's our brother, right? And, you know, and, and it would be kind of cool to see how far we can all go in the playoffs, you know, for once to get all three teams in the playoffs to see how far. So I'm sitting there torn, like, part of me is like, but then the other part of me is like, damn, you know. Make sense 
for 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 some of the games that you lost, and even the Saints games. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to go back and rehash the whole game. But the drive, the last drive that the Saints scored on, I saw that defense, and I was just like, "Why is the middle of the field wide open, and why is the same receiver ran the same route twice?" And one time he drops it, and then he runs it again, and he's wide open again in the same spot of the field, and he get a first down. I don't get it. It, it doesn't make sense to me, man. I would rather, though, I would rather see the Steelers than the Ravens. I'm, I'm really not ready to sit down and watch Lamar Jackson. Um, I would prefer to see, you know, Big Ben and that and that passing attack go up against some, uh, go up against some folks. I'm not, I'm not really happy about watching you guys' defense. I, I think it disappears in games. It doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Um, that would be the most entertaining thing of having the Ravens because you know you'll see you'll see some defense and uh, you know you'll you'll see maybe a some Alavik and uh and and uh, Lamar Jackson with his running. I do not agree with you for the fact uh, for the simple fact of saying that the Colts. Uh, don't deserve it. I actually like the way they play ball coming at coming on as of late. I, I think that's playoff team. I definitely don't want to see the Titans. I, I don't want to see a, a, a flip flop. I, de- I don't want to see Blaine Gap. Okay, yes, that's I just don't. But look, man, y'all ain't get that thing done, and y'all only got one more chance, and you need help. And that window closing, like I mean, it can't be no breeze coming through there at this point. You know what I'm saying? Y'all probably got a straw tipping out the other side trying to get some air. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm gonna say is good luck, bro. Uh, hope to see you there. Would be nice that we all be pumped up come next week and talking about our teams in the playoffs going up against other teams. But hey, man, if it don't, man, man, I told you about that window early on this season, bro. Good luck, though, from the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can I answer the same question? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm right because, you know, K-Star is our boy. Okay, no matter how we go at it on this show, you know, that's still our dog, you know. But, um, you know, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Um, I think your team blew it with Le'Veon, though. We all said it. And uh, I think they blew it when they sat in. As long as they did, I think with the, the offensive linemen running their mouths, putting Le'Veon's business out there. Yeah, um, I just, I, I just think too many things didn't mesh right. I agree that Tomlin should not be fired. He's had too good of a run. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that he, you know, to talk. I mean, for a minute we talked about it here, but you know, I think he should be brought back next year, no matter what. Um, but honestly, at this point, I don't think the Steelers deserve to go to the playoffs. Now, if you get in, you back in because the Ravens got to lose and you got to win. So, good. That's what it should be. I just don't think you've done enough to deserve, you know, history is history is, is, is just that. It's history. When you look at this year, man, too many things. You know, that decision to keep them on the sideline is a big one. You know? Ugh, yeah. You know? That 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 fumble by a guy who on probably you know twenty five teams is the number one wide receiver at a clutch time like that. I mean, there's just certain things that happen that we can look at and say, this ain't the Steelers that we've been watching over the years. 
you know, best attitude at certain times. You know, I get on, I got on Cam Newton. I kind of give Ben a little bit of a pass because he's won the Super Bowl and he's a four horseman. But I got to tell you, some of his interviews and some of his positions on things, that ain't how a leader should be, what I've heard, you know. So I think when you pile all that together, man, I don't think those are going to go to the playoffs. Now, again, the fact that you have to get in by someone else losing is fitting. You got to win and they got to lose. Because that's really where y'all, that's a microcosm of your season. You need help to get in this class. Get that help here. And then, yeah, once you guys get in, hey, this is the most wide open postseason in the history of the NFL, you ask me. I don't see any team with any head and shoulders advantage over anybody. None. Every team out there can get beat, and every team out there can get out and win. All 12, whoever the final 12, I would say maybe the only team would be Tennessee behind Gabbert. They ain't going nowhere. Okay. Um, other than them, though, the other one team, anybody could get on a run and do something between the beginning of the season. It was offense, offense, offense. Now, the last part of the season, it's been hold up, defense, defense, defense. So it's wide open. But I don't think the Patriots, I mean, the, the Steelers have done a good enough job where I would sit here and say, of course they should be in a playoff. And, you know, nothing personal case, uh, you are a brother, and you get in there, okay, but, you know, I, I can't be sitting over here. You know, I've already given Crane some support because he done been in the basement for so long. Got to give him some love. I, I got a little bit of love for you, case. So I got a little bit, but I ain't got much because your team made a lot of fuck-ups this year, man. A lot of mistakes. Well, did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That's definitely fair. Um, yeah. It's just, again, this roster, the fact that they are in this position so pathetic, like, this should have been easy. But it wasn't because situational football, they had too many fuck-ups. I mean, that really just, it just is what it is. They had too many fuck-ups at the end of games over and over and over. Yeah. God, that, red, that but, um, Raiders win. No, don't. Yeah, dude, the Raiders, the Broncos game, you know, this past one, like it's just this, you know. Pick one. Go on, pick one. Yeah, I mean, pick a game. Just even the tie beginning of the year, like God damn, dude. <laughs> God, yeah, like pick a game. Force got like a mug. And even let's go to the beginning of the season, and you've got the Cardinals franchise last year. He played. Now he said he didn't want to be franchised again. You franchise him again this year. What is he? Twenty six. Like twenty. Why? He'll be twenty eight. He's twenty seven. He'll be twenty eight. I think at the beginning of next season. Twenty seven. He would have played this year at twenty seven. Okay. Generally, running backs. Generally, premier elite running backs. You know, and I'm not talking. You know. Hall of Famers like Adrian Peterson, where he found that father youth, I'll never know, or Emmett, or or um, Walter Payton, or some of these, you know, elite, elite. Uh, we don't know if if Le'Veon will get to that level yet, but at this point, he's a top. Sorry, you know, I'm gonna say the, the three premier backs. I mean, I guess we'll say four horsemen. Of, we got Barkley, we got Gurley, we got Bell, we got. We got Zeke, okay? We can argue over who's number one. I think I think Zeke has proven this year 
to be the best back in the NFL, in my opinion. But Bill's right in that conversation. 27 years old, you sign into a four-year deal. You know you're going to get three years out of that, and then the fourth year you figure out. Why not? 27, 28, 29. I don't get it. I don't like, get it either. I don't, yeah, like I don't either. I don't, I don't either. I'm with you. I was, I was with you. Yeah, I wish yeah, we had signed it's an easy four-year deal. It's an easy four-year deal, front-loaded with guaranteed money, and just pay the guy and make the run. Big Ben is getting old. Juju came on. You 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 got a you got a triple threat. Doesn't even matter who plays tight end. Uh, you do got some defensive holes, but you got enough offense to sometimes fill those gaps. And 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 hopefully you know the defense just turns it on when they need to turn it on. Uh, but if you put up points, you put the other team in position where they got to keep up with you. Yep. Man. All right, yo. I got to jump off, guys. All right. Good discussion. Hey, thank I'll you, guys. We'll talk right. to you. Happy New Year. Good luck. Happy New Year, guys. Right. Happy New Year, bro. Yep. Bye. Um, all right. Um, yeah, and, and by the way, uh, guys, Merry Christmas. You know, that was three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Merry Christmas. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to beat that. Let's go back to that. And, um, you know, first of all, um, let me, you know, real quickly, we don't really have to look at this. It's already Friday. Um, I am, I am, I am amazed. I, I really want to focus in on some of the other NFC games. I really don't have much to say about the Cowboys. Just to, we won the division. Um, you know, happy that we won, that we won the division. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah. Um, I, I, the only thing I want to say is I had a lot of time to reflect on the game against Tampa. And, you know, my initial thoughts were, wow, we've got to play better to, um, you know, in the playoffs. And then I, I let that marinate, and, and, I, and I said to myself, we really have to play better. We won. Tampa's one of the more potent offenses in the NFL. And, you know, I mean – that last touchdown they got was really us playing ball because, you know, that, that, so I don't really count that last touchdown. So, I mean, for three and three quarter, three and three quarters of a quarter, we got them a 13 points. That explosive offense that they have. Uh, I know Jameis ain't the greatest, um, but, you know, he's, he's, you know, Heisman Trophy and all that, all that, all that good shit. You know, he's got a high pedigree. And Dallas has played this way a good portion of the season. And they, they haven't blown anybody out other than the Jaguars, but they played good enough to beat the teams that they needed to beat, including the Saints, including the Falcons, you know, including the Eagles. Um, twice. So often they're like, I think people out there, all these anti-Dallas fans and all these people that are hard on Dak need to take a deep breath. While Tony Romo was a better quarterback, the thing I like about Dak is he's a fighter. And he just doesn't ever seem phased no matter what. He just keeps at it. You know, he just keeps at it. And he, this is things he needs to work on in the offseason. But I think Dallas is a good chance to stay by in the NFC, especially with that defense playing tight and being relatively healthy, I think. So So I want all the haters out there. Just shut up. Okay. I don't want to hear it. Jay, did you want to add anything about the Cowboys before we go back to the Bears? Uh, no, I think you wrapped it up pretty good. There's really nothing more that uh, I can add to it. Hopefully, they'll, they'll be uh, – they need to win one game. They need to win this playoff game. So, 
Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that, but you summed it up good. Completely different. Completely what they didn't expect it. 
and they were able to make the, the Bears offense able to make the adjustment during the game in order to um, in order to pull that one out. Uh, but it just shows the whole offensive progression uh, through the season. So uh, uh, Mitch is what he is. He can he can make mistakes, uh, but the dude is he's more than capable of making plays. He's done it during the season. So I mean, uh, answering your question, but just ending on this note, really, it's it's going to go as far as as far as our defense taking us with us taking care of the ball on offense. My only issue, my main issue with the offense is we don't run the ball enough. Uh but I can't but I can't complain too much because Matt Nagy has created ways to run the ball just not with uh just not with Howard all the time. Uh last year last couple of years Howard was up there uh only number two to Zeke as far as rushing yards past two years. This year, it's a way. It's a it's a drop. It's a complete drop off, you know, because the offense has changed. It's it's different. Um, it doesn't necessarily favor uh, his particular style of running. But at the same time, I wish I do wish Matt Nagy would, you know, stick with the run just a little bit more against some of these teams. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, my only comment, and I'll see what Jay thinks, is you know. I, you know, Rex Grossman, if you guys to the Super Bowl. Um, um, and I think, I think Trubisky's better than Rex, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys are in a position to come away with 12 wins with Rex Grossman as your starting quarterback. You know, it's, it's, again, it's very similar to what we experienced in Dallas with Dak Prescott and, 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 the, and the beating he takes, and yet you know, Dak, um, you know, entering the league has second number of wins as a starter behind Tom Brady. You know, 13 and three years in a row with a winning record. And I, I, I would have to go back to Tony Romo's legacy. But I don't know that Tony Romo had three consecutive uh, nine-win seasons. I don't know that he did. Uh, my gut says I don't believe Tony did that. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But, you know, here's this guy coming as a rookie with, with not much of a uh, mini camp because Romo was, you know, going to be, you know, the starter until he hurt his back in the first preseason game. So he didn't have much of a mini camp. And the guy comes in and wins 13, wins 9, wins 9. And people are giving him a hard time. He can't do this, he can't do that. And I look at Mitch and I say, this team's about to win, very possibly can win 12 games have a shot at a number two seed. Now, who saw that coming, the way the Rams and the Saints came out the box? Mm-hmm. Who saw the Bears with a shot at a number two seed? No one saw that coming four weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I think your boy is taking, no, he's not, you know, no, he's not Aaron Rodgers. But where's Aaron Rodgers right now? Aaron Rodgers is going to be sitting home. You know, Matt Stafford, he signed his contract, the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL, sitting home. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, when he signed his contract, the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL, sitting home. You know, so it's kind of like, I think, and I, and I don't want to I wanna bring Jay in and get his thoughts, but my last thought is, I think sometimes when you look at, it's funny now, that's all we talk about is how Brady is the same, but anyway, um, Brady and Aaron and 
Drew and Ben, and when you look at, and even even we'll even throw uh, Andrew Luck in when he's playing at you know healthy Andrew Luck. But when you look at a certain type of quarterback at their peak, you think that's the only way to play and win games. And you got to realize it's a 32 damn quarterback, and they're not all going to play and win games the same way. It's just not going to happen, and they're all not going to play flawless games. Even the superstars don't play flawless games. It's just I think. I think people are just look at the end result. Your team's got 11 wins and very possibly could have 12 with a number two seed. And you said, I'm saying, I don't know, not you, but you know, you're saying, I don't know about Mitch. Well, he's probably here to get to the end. I get it. I get it. But you still got to score more points than the other team. You mm-hmm. got to do something right. Still got to do something right. JB, your thoughts, man. I hope I left you something. But your thoughts, you can go anywhere you want with it. Your thoughts. Oh, did you mute? Nah. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. No, no. I'm, okay. I'm here. I'm here. Um, I was gonna say with with Trubisky and and his quarterback play, can it get better? Of course. I, I think things get skewed when you have the the Peyton Mannings of the world, the Andrew Lux of the world that step into the stage and they start to have immediate success. Especially with with Mahomes, he's had immediate success. So you look back and he's like. Well, why can't Trubisky be this type of quarterback? And some people seem to forget when he was at North Carolina, he only had 13 starts. So he's still exactly. learning how to play quarterback, let alone mm-hmm. play at the highest level possible. So people have to kind of cut him some slack with that um, from that standpoint. Uh, as he continues to read defenses, go through his progressions, he'll be fine. The fact that the defense is playing the way it's playing and you have a running game and you take pressure off of Trubisky where he doesn't have to win your games, he just has to limit his mistakes, that's a blessing. I almost would rather have that than to have somebody that's going to put you in a shootout because at least you're going to have a chance to win ball games and not shoot yourself in the foot, so to speak. So, uh, and, and T, you're absolutely right with, with Dak, and I kind of feel the same way with Dak also. When he was at um, – was it Texas A&M? I want to, no, Mississippi State. That's what it I always get a little too confused because the colors are the same. We had Mississippi State. I talked about this before. He took his team to be the number one ranked team in the country. So he knows how to lead a team. But, again, he's a young guy, too. You be patient with him. And as long as he minimizes his mistakes, he'll have success as well. He's got to learn how to be a quarterback and learn how to play from the pocket just like Trubisky does. So, with the with the folks having all the success and they expect it to translate to every single player that comes in, if they're first round, second round, third round, what have you, it, it, it's it, it. teams are in the playoffs. Defense is playing well, and we said it before on this show, and I've said it also. Defense travels. If you got a good defense, you're always going to have a chance to be in the game. As long as the quarterback can minimize the mistakes, and everybody hates the term game manager. I don't know why. I think that's a, a that's a compliment, in my opinion. Because you're not making mistakes. As long as they play that position, they're going to be successful. So that, that's really all I want to add to it. I think um, game, manager, game manager is such a negative connotation. Is there, there, the, the implication is you can't make plays. You know, you, you, you're playing to not lose instead of playing to win. Managing the game. And, and there are quarterbacks that, you know, a coach will say, do, don't do too much. Do what you're comfortable with, especially backups that come in. Um, so I think that's mm-hmm. a negative conversation. But I agree with you, JP. That also can be a positive if someone's 
knows how to manage the game and is not going to put you in a position to lose, and they're smart enough to know, you know, what plays to call and when to audible and make those decisions. Hey, you know, good, good, good shit. You know what I mean? Good shit. Right. I, 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 I see both sides of it. I understand to some degree why people feel that way. Um, you know, and and I know Dak has been called that several times, and you know. Um, I don't know if Mitch has been called that. I, I think that, um, like I said, I just think that there's a lot of similarities. They're both mobile quarterbacks. Um, but I think when you're looking at what the outcome of the game and what the team is doing, you know, you know, you got two teams that win their division. You know, I have, I have the Cowboys in the division where the Super Bowl champions sit. I got the Bears in the division that's usually dominated by the Packers. Packers ain't even going to the playoffs. You know, Bears are sitting on the bottom looking up at everybody. Guess what? Not today. <laughs> you know? So, I just what did you say about the Packers? Be mindful of their expectations. What's that? What did you say about the Packers? They what? They're not going to the playoffs? Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. Ain't there some? Yeah, it's been He's ready for change, it's but it's coming. It, it's a good thing um, that we are not, uh, none of us are in the same division. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know we can have this show. We be at each other's show. Mm-mm-mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. But, but, you talking but, about windows closing and slamming shut, glass breaking? Oh, my God. <laughs> the the one thing I wanted to add is something that I said that I saw as of late, and I, I want and it started it started back when Dallas played the Saints, and when uh, and then following Chicago playing the Rams, and you and East and and then not only that followed up with I forget who who the Chiefs lost to, uh, but they were also heavily heavily favored, and they and and they then they started suffering. Uh, their tough plays and their losses. I want to say maybe it was it was it was the Chargers, you know, before they ran up against ran up against Seattle. But what I came to understand, you know, it's great that these guys got these got what we call the four horsemen, four horsemen, or you know, these these quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes who's coming in and getting it done right off rip. Uh, but man, this is uh, this is NFL football, man. This ain't college ball. Like I'm sorry, there's a there's a defense you got to go up against. And they see you week by week putting up 30, 35, 45, damn near 50. And if you really think them grown-ass men is going to let you come in their house or step on your field and let you run all over them week after week after week after week, I mean, you you got to be in fantasy football land. And what I've liked and what I've seen later this season, the one of the reasons why both those, why, like I'm just gonna take the three teams that that were that were really killing in the beginning of the season, the Saints, Rams, and Chiefs. From my opinion, one of the one of the reasons why they were very good at what they did is because they were actually really good at running the ball. Also, they knew how to keep their running backs involved and keep teams off balance. Now, Patrick Mahomes definitely is a great surprise because it's only his second year and he only had one start his first year, uh, but he runs that offense really well and he has a lot of pieces around him. But when you start to see people take away those pieces that you love, 
Like, you, you, you look at the Dallas game, the first thing they did is what? They stopped the run. They stopped the run and earned the privilege to get after, to get after Drew Brees. You take Chicago, get the same thing. They stopped the run, earned the privilege to get after Jared Goff, and you saw uh, what it did. You take the Chiefs game. They, they, they covered Tyreek Hill. They took the one guy who could blow them open at any point, put a little double coverage on them, and you made Patrick Mahomes hold that ball just a little bit longer. And he doesn't know how to give up on a play yet. That's probably his only Achilles heel. But he's a bad boy, but he does not give up on plays all the way to the last minute. And I've seen that kink in his armor. And, and, and if he don't correct, it's going to show up in the playoffs. You know, it's, it's kind of Andy Reid style. We're going to play well regular season. We're going to make a little noise in the playoffs. We're going to make our exit. Super Bowl is too much. Um but I mean, you correct me if if I'm wrong. Correct me if y'all haven't seen the same thing. But that's what I see from these from these teams and and the other teams like Chicago, like Seattle, like the Cowboys that are coming up and people uh, haven't been paying them a whole lot of attention. Like, oh, they got a nice little win streak, but you know they don't have Breeze, they don't have such and such. You know they ain't got home field out the playoffs, but they got a well balanced team. They got a defense that will go in there and hit you in the mouth and know how to get out to your quarterback and know how to play the run. Everybody's talking about Saints. I guess the Saints really did need home field because they got in trouble. They they probably would be in trouble. But even watching the Steelers game, the Steelers had that game. I'm watching yeah, that defense did. at the end, and I'm like, you gave it a what kind of defense is that? You let a dude, Kirkwood, who we don't even know about, they wide open in the middle of the field, 20 yards down the field. What the hell? And you only rushed four guys. Mm-hmm. Pathetic. Utterly pathetic. Like, really? That doesn't make sense. You had that game. Saints home field advantage. That don't look like a home field advantage to me. It looked like any team in the NFC can walk up in there and smack them boys in the mouth. Man, I can't wait to see these playoffs start, man. Oh, my God. You know, I I want to jump in and add one thing. Um, Some of these analysts drive me crazy, you know, and you know my my number one problem is is Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Skip Bayless drives me crazy, too, but he's so over the top, I kind of don't even – he's so far gone, it's like, there's no hope for you. But but Stephen A, you know, he's popular, he's well liked, um, he's very authoritative in his style. And when 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 they were talking about Dallas, they were talking about what team has a chance to go into uh, New Orleans and beat New Orleans. Um, pretty much the consensus was Seattle was the only team. And I'm sitting there like, what? You know, first of all, the Bears can certainly do it. And secondly, we beat them. Yes, it was home. I get it. But, you know, you get a certain amount of confidence knowing that you beat that team. And his thing was they're going to want revenge. Like, that makes them a better team because you want revenge, right? So that means you're, you know, I, I believe the Eagles wanted revenge in their game, and there's a bowl chance and how that work out. So, like, all of a sudden, you're better because you want revenge. And and he said, I will, uh, you know, ooh, I hope because what they will do to the Cowboys, I'm thinking, 
that's what you said the first time they were going to play, how bad the Saints were going to beat the Cowboys. And the Cowboys sent a message that reverberated league-wide that said, if you got a good defense, you can beat anybody. And now we've seen it over and over again since then. And they ended up there laughing about what would happen and, and, and to just not give a team a chance. Especially when you already beat that team. Come on, man. You know, like that's just, you know, come on, man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it just – you um, – so – and I already know you've been you've been kind of annoyed by Stephen A. Stephen A. for a while. I just kind of ignore him because I feel like they do a lot for show. I, uh, the one guy that annoyed the hell out of hell out of me uh, watching. I want to say I'm trying not to get them mixed up, uh, but I believe it's Tim Hasselbeck. Is yeah. that the one that's on yeah. NFL Live? Yeah, whichever one is on NFL Live. Because I yeah, swear, yeah. This, this dude sounds like a, he sounds like a Drew Brees fanboy, fan uh, and I'm like, really? You, you really think the Saints are that unstoppable? You know, that unstoppable at home? Like, really? It's if that's not what I'm seeing when I see teams go up against them. <laughs> I'm seeing something completely different, and all he keeps talking about is Drew Brees and all oh, that defense. That defense and Cam, and uh, what's the dude name? Uh, is it Jordan Cam or Cam Jordan? I came got two last names, two first names, whatever. Cam anyway, Jordan. Yeah, Cam Jordan. Talk all that shit, and damn, they got the shit pushed in. <laughs> yep. One bad defense yep. away. <laughs> Big Ben is not a hall. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm just saying. I feel like, I feel like, a part of me feel like these Saints players, somewhat. I hope they not because it's going. It's definitely going to show on the field. I feel like some of their heads are kind of blown up. They 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 listen. They they may listen to me. Look, you can get beat at home, and you better know that you can get beat at home. Because I, I there's definitely five other NFC teams that are more capable of coming in there and beating you at home. That's going to the playoff. I don't think home field advantage. Great, you have you have the crowd noise, and it'll be and that'll be it. Yeah, JB, did you want to say? Anything? Uh, no, I'm too busy laughing. You, you got a point, um, especially with the whole Cam Jordan thing. That that was that was mind boggling to say the least. Um, yeah, it's. It almost, with his statement, it almost seemed like it's for for show, the way Stephen A will get into all his uh, obloviating and whatnot. It, it, come on now, we all know that he's a Hall of Famer. Stop it. Stop it. Who play with me like that. Quit it. Focus on the defense. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I just think that it's a wide open. We're going to have these games this weekend and determine the final spots and seedings. And like I said, I can't recall, um, and I could be wrong, but off of memory by now, it's usually not much left to decide. No. Have so many things undecided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, at, at week 17, um, it, it, it's something. They have so many games, you know, like you said, you know, all the, all the pick games that we're going to be doing um, – that we'll go on, by the way, via email. We don't have time on the show today, but um, we'll, you 
signature picks in via email. Um, but it is it's amazing and it's good. I mean, that's what we like. I like it. Uh, we're going yep. a little spoiled because this, this isn't going to happen every season. But um, I don't think it will. But um, it certainly is happening this season. And you know, anybody who thinks they know who's going to win the Super Bowl, you're crazy because you just there's no there's no clear cut favorite anymore. It really isn't. You're really going to have I I will say 11 teams that can get hot. I, I just don't believe that Tennessee under under Gabbert can do it. But the other 11. Any one of those teams can roll in there and uh, get hot and, and, you know, win it all. I really think that can happen. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask you guys, and I wish K-Star was on for this one, um, but, you know, we're seeing Nick Foles do what he does. Again. Yeah, wow. Um, two wins. Um, I think it's safe to say he's probably going to get a third win. Um this weekend, but we'll see. But I, you know, I, I, I expect the Eagles to win their game. Um, his team responds to him. Um, you know, I don't know, guys. We, we had this conversation last year, and we, we talked about the Nick Foles, you know, worth, and we debated it. And um, you know, I pretty much knew he was going to be staying in Philly. No one was going to give up a first round pick. I didn't think for him, um, and no one did. And Philly for whatever their motivation kept them. And now they're happy they did because they do have a long chance, but a chance to get the playoff behind them. You know, what What happens? We forget, you know, at this point, whether they get in or not, it is clear this team responds to Nick Foles and he can win games with them. And his contract is up this year. This is it. Okay. So, you know, JBU first, what do you think is going to happen in the off season? With Foles, is there any chance, any chance that the team rethinks this arrangement? I know what they said, okay? First of all, I know that they came out and said if Carson is healthy, he's the starting quarterback. I, I get it, okay? But we already know that we've heard things like that in the past with other quarterbacks that turned out not to be true. So any chance at all that this team um, makes a change moving forward and if not, what do you think happens in Nick Uh No, I don't think there's – well, no, I'm not going to rephrase that. There's a slight chance because I don't think anything is a guarantee. So I would say that there is a chance. But let's also take a few steps back here. We've always said about quarterbacks that are backups and have been backups for just about the entire career. They're a backup quarterback for a reason. Now, with Nick Foles coming in and playing well now, Remember, he started the season as a starting quarterback, and, and the Eagles didn't look right. When Carson Wentz came in, they still didn't look right. And I really think that has a lot more to do with the, the Super Bowl hangover than anything else. And I think he, they're starting to find their stride now, more because of a sense of urgency. They know their backs are against the wall. They've got no choice but to really step it up, unlike last year. Last year they were the hunters, now they're the hunted, and they got to get in to, to um, basically uh, hold their title, so to speak. So, moving forward, I think it's still going to be Carson Wentz. I, I, I think they will try to keep Nick Foles because they see how valuable he is. But if I'm Nick Foles myself, I'd be trying to find a starting job somewhere else. Obviously, the Jaguars would be a spot that I'd be looking at, but I'd find a, a starting gig somewhere. Um, but I, I do think that they'll try and keep both of them, but I still think they're going to stick with Carson Wentz as the starting quarterback. 
and I think he's going to be an average quarterback. I think he's going to be what he's always been. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're seeing a resurgence in his career, and he's going to go somewhere and be a starter for five years. I, I don't see it. Um, he could go somewhere else and be a backup. Feels like he's run this course with the Eagles, um, but I think he's going to go. I think he's going to get a decent payday. He's not going to get, you know, going rate twenty five, thirty million a year. He ain't going to see that. Um, because you can't ignore his history. But I do think he's going to get a good, a good paycheck to go somewhere else. Um, and there are some teams that need a quarterback. You know, so um, that, that's my prediction. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, all right. I think uh, I think we hit on the hot stuff. You know, there's always a lot of stuff to talk about in the NFL. Um, but, you know, I think, I think we hit on the hot stuff. So, um, you know. I guess we'll go to final words and uh, start with uh, Dr. Train's final thoughts. Okay, I get, I'll add one more, one last one last thing. I guess I include in fun. So I know we didn't talk about the whole uh, seeing or anything over in the AFC, but some of the things I wanted I wanted to say that I thought was crazy when I actually read what the seeing possibly could be. So just know that there's a possibility for the Texans to get home field advantage throughout the AFC, with a win and a whole lot of help. There's also, yeah, yeah, that's what I was there's also a possibility for the Tennessee Titans, if they win, to at least get a first-round bye. Yeah, I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, to at least get, to at least get a first-round bye. I don't think it's – yeah, definitely not possible home, but they can at least get a first-round bye uh, if they win a couple with – you know, a lot, a lot of the help. Uh, those were probably the two craziest of the scenarios that I saw <laughs> uh, yeah. when it came down yeah. to losses loss over in the AFC. Yeah, it, you know, that's why I encourage people to go and Google it and see all the possible scenarios. There's more than we can cover on the show, but there's a lot of scenarios that have been, you know, decided to be out or it could be a number two. Like, would have possibly So Dr. Train came a little short, um, made it to the championship game in the AFL fantasy football. Ah, but uh, oh congratulations to uh, Timmer, <laughs> who I think this might be this might be his fourth, his fourth yeah, title. Yeah, fourth title. I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I got a little too bear happy. Oh well. <laughs> uh, yeah. So congratulations, uh, well, actually, to both of you guys, for Train for getting there, and Timmer, man, for being, man, you know, Belichick of fantasy football, right? They have four titles, um, good for Pimmer. And um, if, if I can, you know, be just a little bit, um, Commissioner T blew out the competition. Really, my last, I think I've won, like, my last eight games straight in uh, the playoffs. And uh, in the NBS, Rondo lead that uh, three of us are in. And um, so I have the two times, definitely two times. I still think I won twice in the AFL, but I'm going to go back and do some legwork, and I'm going to find them because I really think I did win twice in the AFL league. But anyway, um, I definitely am a two-time, four-time uh, finals participant, a two-time champion. And, um, you know, got on a, you know, like we talked about plus, got on a run, and I just had the right combination of players and points and it was, it was nice, so I'll be getting a little bit of change from Brownville next week. 
congratulations to the NBX League uh, G man who's runner up. Congratulations. I think that's I think that's Lewis. I have to go back and look. I really don't look at who I'm playing. I look at the roster. Um, but uh, if if I think it's Lewis, and if they are listening, I know sometimes they listen. Congratulations on a great season. Um, all right, uh, JB. Final thoughts. Uh, uh-huh. Final thoughts. Got a, got a few of them. Um, real quick, Black Talk, y'all suck. Get it together because this was the most ridiculous time of trying to get all three of us, uh, all four of us, on at the same time. That's some bull. Get it straight for 2019. Secondly, um, and T, you touched upon it earlier. And we've talked about it before. The NFL has done a great job in making sure that fans are intrigued with the, the way they've set the schedules up. And it's going to be a great season finale. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Not just for college or for uh, pro football, but even in uh, pro, uh, college football as well. Things are going to be great. Really looking forward to uh, Saturday, Sunday, seeing how everything pans out. And then lastly, y'all play for me because the flu down here is running rampant. And within the hour and a half we've been on the phone, I went from feeling halfway decent to feeling kind of crappy. And I had my dog on flu shot too, so pray for me. And happy New Year. Hey, hey, Jay. You never get sick. But anyway, um, all right. So, um, <laughs> I know I could be a better back. But anyway, um, so yes, yeah, my radio sucks. Um, I did not get a flu shot, and that's why, because I don't think they work. Um, <laughs> um, it, it's going to be an incredible week of football, so I hope everybody uh, bats on the hatches and, and enjoys the, enjoy the games. Um, you know, uh, JB, any plans for New Year's Eve? No, I'm going to have Olivia with me so that that works. I'm, I'm good. Okay. Dr. Train, you and the missus doing anything good for New Year's Eve? Currently, we don't have anything planned. We'll see when that night gets here, man. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be uh, at a hotel in Hartford um, with a young lady partying it up. So that's what I'll be doing, and because um, I can. So anyway, hey JB, stay on the line. After uh, don't 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 uh, after I disconnect blog talk, um, I gotta update you on something. So don't don't hang up our call. But um, all right. So hey guys, uh, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll connect up. Uh, reminder: make your picks. Train some them out. Make your picks. We'll connect up and try to figure out a pre-playoff show sometime next week. And um, yeah, other than that, guys, everybody enjoy their weekend. I apologize for the rough start, but we pulled it together. Uh, as, as we always say, it's going to be one hell of a weekend. And uh, at the end of the day, all those views will be settled on the field. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy football. Talk to you next week.